This is an AMI podcast. There are lots of ways for you to get in touch with the show. Things that you like, things that you didn't. It doesn't matter. We have thick skin. Social media, lots of channels available to you at Accessible Media on Twitter slash X, at Accessible Media on TikTok. Why not tag the network on a little video? Let your face be seen and your voice be heard on TikTok at Accessible Media. If you prefer Instagram or Facebook, at Accessible Media Inc. is where you find those two points of contact at Accessible Media Inc. on Facebook and Instagram. If you feel like really typing out your thoughts, maybe writing a letter, you can't actually mail it to us, but you can send an email, feedback at ami.ca, feedback at ami.ca, or pick up the phone and give the show a call, 1-866-509-4545. That's 1-866-509-4545. I don't mind how you do it. I just want to hear your thoughts. Like I said, no matter what you hear on the show, if it rubs you the right way or the wrong way, ruffles your feathers or gives them a good stroke. I want to hear what you think. So chime in. 1-866-509-4545. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. International Day of Persons with Disabilities is on Sunday. AMI-audio will be having some special programming starting at 1 p.m. Eastern time. The special will feature some familiar voices and big ideas. Jacob Shemansky is a technical producer with AMI-audio, and he's got more info. Hey, good morning, Jacob. Good morning, Dave. How's it going? I am doing great. Nice to finally chat with you on the air on the mighty airwaves of AMI-tv. You and I have shared a little space on AMI-audio before as part of the book review, but you are a man who wears many hats, and <laughs> you uh, did a big part in putting this special together. What's the core idea behind this special? Yeah, so that's right. Um, the IDPD, the International Day of Persons with Disabilities, is happening on December 3rd. The main idea here is to celebrate, ponder, and just really probably have a good thing means to us. And how it's really benefited the disability community, not just in Canada, but around the world. And there's a lot of ways to do that, but thankfully you've taken a very focused approach here utilizing the Net Zero Project. Yeah, that's right. So the Zero Project is a project that was initiated by an Austrian NGO called the Essel Foundation. It has a lot of money behind it. And basically what it's doing is it's asking all sorts of organizations from around the world to submit their programs and initiatives that seek to improve the lives of persons with disabilities from around the world. And it's, it truly is international. There were over 500 submissions. Ooh. They call the submissions solutions because that's what they are. It's very solutions-based. And some of them are coming from Japan, Cameroon, Vietnam, Brazil, Denmark, all over the world. So you started with 500, created a short list of about 150, and then finally narrowed it down to 75. And those 75 are all going to be celebrated at the Zero Convention happening in uh, early January, I think, in Austria. And mm -hmm. AMI Audio is also going to be there. 
Yeah, it's really amazing, kind of the ongoing coverage that AMI-audio uh, spearheaded initially by Andy Frank, but mm -hmm. now the whole crew has been uh, working on over the course of the last couple of years with the uh, with the Zero Project. Okay, 77, uh, 75 solutions, mm -hmm. initiatives. Uh, we'll be here for the rest of the hour if we try to go through all of those. <laughs> yeah, but right. what are a few that kind of stand out to you? Because you're going to take a little time to profile every single one of them, at least for you know a minute or so during the broadcast. But what are a few that stood out to you? Yeah, that's right. We're going to be covering every Every single one of them. Uh, one of them I thought was really interesting was the White Hands Chorus initiative in Japan. It's a chorus for children with disabilities. It initially started as uh, a chorus for uh, children that were hard of hearing. And it grew to be a, a pretty big organization that did so for not just children that were hard of hearing, but of all sorts of disabilities, blind or, or mobility issues. Um, but it's really cool. The way they perform is they perform alongside a professional orchestra and uh, a bunch of the kids are singing and a bunch of the kids who are hard of hearing are doing sign language along with the lyrics because it's often mm. operatic. And they wear these white gloves with LEDs on the tips. And apparently it's not just popular because it's tokenistic. It's genuinely a really beautiful performance. I like that. Yeah, no yeah. doubt the arts and culture space is, is an important one where that's that's one of the key battlegrounds for inclusion and anything you can do to uh, to offer meaning and opportunity for young people is a good one. Yeah, and you need meeting. Like you need to have something to strive for and this those enriching experiences that even just beyond the basics of having access to education for example that just goes a long way to have a happy and fulfilling life. But there were other solutions that do speak to the more critical issues. Mm -hmm. Like in Ukraine, the uh, CRS, uh, I forget the full name. Um, it's an organization that teaches kids how to um, learn how to do graphic design and video editing very specifically, but also how to navigate the freelancing space. Because if you've ever done freelancing, Half the battle is knowing how to play the game of freelancing. Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> oh, big time. Yeah, and, and I think that's what's really neat here. Again, you just cited an example from Ukraine, an example from Japan. It speaks to the international lens that the Zero Project is all about. It speaks to the international, in the International Day of Persons with Disabilities. You're someone who made a move this year from Ottawa to Toronto, and you and I have talked before about how those cities are different in terms of accessibility, and we can definitely apply either a provincial, city, municipal lens to the Canadian experience, listen, you can go just a bit south of Toronto to Buffalo. I'm, I'm, I'm going down there in a couple weekends. And just the amount of accessibility information about the places that I'm going feels drastically different than Canada because of the Americans with Disabilities Act. All of that stuff is laid out on hotel websites. All that stuff is laid out on the arena's website in a way that, like, it's just not as easy to find in Canada. And that's just our neighbors south of the border. Mm -hmm. Taking that international, international approach is a totally different perspective to add to the conversation. Yeah, like disability does not discriminate. There are people with disabilities all over the world and there are policy differences between Canada and India. There are policy differences between India and China. And there are also attitudinal differences between all sorts of places that stem from culture and religion. It's, it's different everywhere. And I think it's important to recognize that the issues that we have here are not the same issues that happen elsewhere in the world. And yeah. Disability is everywhere, and there are solutions needed. The solutions that are needed are different around the world.
Yeah, the, the, the disability as a concept is not a monolith, right? right? You and I That's are right. both members of the blindness community. Mm. We don't have the same exact needs. We might have some That's some right. common experiences. We might have some shared experiences, like not being wild about the uh, young and blur uh, TTC station. <laughs> we might share that in common, but like, but in di- but in different ways. Yeah, no, that's right. That station is a mess. <laughs> they did their best. <laughs> they're, they're doing what they can, and sometimes you just have to follow the crowds and hope oh for the best. Uh, Jacob, the other component of the show that's really interesting is it's going to feature some familiar voices, including mine, just sharing some overall perspectives. So who do you have on deck from the AMI family? The AMI family? Well, I don't think there's anybody in AMI-audio that didn't touch this project. Um, So I asked quite a few people uh, within AMI-audio that live with disabilities to talk about one simple question. What are your thoughts on the international disabilities? And that's a tricky question to ask because it it often elicits some mixed feelings. It's hard to parse what that means to a lot of people. I think... We have some really intelligent people like Amy Amantia and Jenny Bovard and uh, Megan Gilmore, that comes on your show pretty regularly, mm-hmm. with some very well-articulated thoughts that I, I had never thought of before. And they did a great job at um, putting to words a lot of things I think people haven't really considered before. The other thing I asked is, what are some steps that can be taken to tangibly improve the life of persons with disabilities? Like, what are the most pressing issues that need to be fixed, and how do we fix them? Now, I know that's a tall question, basically (laughs) asking, can you fix disability issues? But people did a bloody good job. Well, that, that's the one that I tackled specifically. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not going to give it away here, although I think anybody who watches or listens to the show every day would have a sense of the issues that I touched on and tangible improvements. Right. But I do think <laughs> like that was such a great question because it's one thing to sort of say, hey, it's a day to celebrate disability identity, and that, that's, that's a good thing, right? But I think at, ultimately there needs to be a goal, and the goal is to meaningfully improve people's lives. And I think that's just such a phenomenal question, even though it's a big order, it's a tall one to ask people. In fact, I'm going to borrow that on the day poll on Friday, <laughs> just so you know, to pull back the curtain a little bit. <laughs> well, I, I think it's important to to see that this program, this special, which is airing from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. on AMI-audio uh, Eastern Time, is very positive. It's pragmatic and it's solutions-based. Mm. It's not whinging. It's not, it's not about airing out your dirty laundry. It's really looking forward and being pragmatic and forward-looking about this. Jacob, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing the broadcast on Sunday. Even with all my power and authority in this company, I couldn't (laughs) get a sneak preview. Uh, Jacob, thank you for this. Have a great day. Yeah, thanks for having us. That's Jacob Shemansky, technical producer with AMI-audio. You can catch AMI-audio's special programming for International Day of Persons with Disabilities this Sunday, December the 3rd, from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.